Hello everyone, how is everyone doing? Welcome to Vessels for His Glory. If you are new here and you're just listening to my podcast for the first time, welcome. Thank you very much for listening to the, to the podcast. Please don't forget to listen to the previous one on law and faith. Thank you very much. And I'll go straight into the topic today. I'll be talking about judgment. Judgment in religion. Why are Christians so judgmental? Why do we love taking the stone and casting it first? Why do we feel superior? Why is like we feel superior to judge people? We are like, yes, because I'm a Christian and you're not a Christian. I have the right to judge you. Why do we do that? Even we judge our fellow Christian brothers and sisters. Why? Why do we make the church of God, the house of God, why do we make it very, very hard for people to go? Because people don't want to go to church anymore. All they want to do is sit down in their house and read their Bible and pray. Because they feel like when they go to the church, they get judged by the church members. We're supposed to, to be a family for people to come in and receive love. Why is the church a, a breeding ground? For judging. Matthew chapter 7 already said it. He said, Do not judge, for you not to be judged. Why do you try to remove the speck in your neighbor's eyes when you, you have not even removed the one in your eyes? Who made you a judge? Today's podcast, most of what I'm going to be saying is gonna be like a realistical question. I'm gonna be asking you these questions. And I want you to answer the question, every one of the questions in your heart. Are you a subjective judger or are you an objective judger? So we have two types of judgment. The first one is subjective judgment. And the second one is objective judgment. Do you judge based on the facts and the opinion? Or do you just judge based on the first impression you get? Or based on what, what you think is going on in that person's life? Subjective judgment is the one you judge based on the first impression. And it's really bad. Subjective judgment is bad. Objective judgment you judge when you know the facts, you know the truth and everything. Even as a Christian, we're just allowed to correct our brothers and sisters in love. When you correct them, make them feel love. Don't make, don't make them feel bad don't make them feel more terrible than they were before but we christians we 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 say we're trying to correct but we are not doing it in the right way people are running people are leaving the church because we think we're doing it the right way but we're not when will the church learn to stop being judgmental and focus on what they are for than what they are against by being judgmental we are pursuing people out of the church. I said this in my previous podcast about law and faith. We are pursuing people out of the church because they don't want, they don't like it when they come into the church to serve God. Someone even, maybe for an example, a lady comes into the church to just pray to God. 
maybe something is weighing down on her heart then she comes into church to pray to god and then she comes in and people start looking at her with observing eyes and they start whispering in their heads in the church you start whispering to your neighbor to the person sitting next to you you start whispering that look at that girl look at that girl look at the shoe she wore that shoe that shoe is not even good that shoe she's been wearing it for the past three sundays is that what you are in church for and if you think that shoe is the only shoe she has you are the rich person why can't you just buy a new shoe and give it to her we are all brothers and sisters in the christian race so why are we judging when i'm talking about judging i'm not just talking about um people's attire or people's shoe or what they wear i'm talking about people's behavior too people's way of living people's um, way of dressing up or something you will look at a, a lady this happens in pentecostal church a lot you you'll be looking at the lady that she's coming to church she's wearing maybe she wear um, red red hat and she wears blue shirt and she wears green skirt and then she wears um yellow shoe and you say oh color riot you you start making fun of the lady how do you even know if that is the only thing the woman has and what stops you from approaching this lady and talking to her in love not making her feel less than less less than who she is not making her feel bad just approaching her and saying oh dearly sister i really love your way of dressing but it would be nice if you could do this if you could do that she will actually not feel bad about it and she might even tell you what she's going through so why do we love judging people like that? We, we don't even judge based on dressing. No, we can judge that. Oh, she's coming again. She's a prostitute. Or, oh, she's coming again. See her. She didn't even cover her hair. She's just coming to the church. Oh, she's coming again. See what she's wearing. What stops us from correcting that person in love? So many of us, we have the avenue to preach the gospel, to spread the good news. But we just sit down in our house, we're eating, we are drinking, and we're leaving all the work for the pastors. The pastors and the ministers, they are human beings too. There's a lot of people in this world that needs to hear the word of God. And the pastors can't do the work alone. When Jesus was leaving the health, the head on the last day, the last command he gave us was to go into the world and spread the gospel baptizing people in the name of the father of the son and of the holy spirit but we just want to sit down in our house you say oh the pastor will do this is the work of the pastor when jesus was living this earth he didn't say oh pastors go into the world and and preach the gospel he didn't say oh prophets go into the world and preach the gospel he didn't say oh ministers Oh, evangelists, oh, deacons and deaconess, go into the world and preach the gospel. He said, everybody, everyone should go into the world and preach the gospel. Why do we judge based on our personal feelings? When are we going to learn to love like Jesus did? In Matthew chapter, uh, not Matthew, sorry, in John chapter 8, verse 1 to 11, they brought the halo to Jesus. And Jesus told them, if you, are, if you are without sin, pick up that stone and stone the hallowed. Everyone left one by one. They couldn't stay because they all knew they had one problem or the other. So when you know you are not even perfect, why are you judging in the first place? Who gave you the right to judge? By judging, you are causing more, more harm than good. 
people need people need to learn that they need to tone it down if you are a, a really uh, a person that can't do without judging you need to tone it down you need to beg god you need to pray to god for god to help you because on the last day god will ask you he will ask you that what did you do well what did you do to this brother or sister we are supposed to be christ-like we call ourselves christians even when we are christ christ-like we will do like jesus we do like Jesus did to the harlots. We won't judge people. We will correct them in love. See how Jesus corrected that harlot in love. He said, "Go and sin no more." I don't think anyone can even say any like um, pastors or maybe a, a, a leader of the church. If leaders of the church can say that to a sinner, I would say maybe forty percent, but more percent of them, the first thing they think about is judging. For example, now if you see an alert, you know that she is a prostitute. That's what she does. The person that will come to your house is to judge. You won't even say you're gonna go closer to the sister and talk to her. Try to know what is going on. Try to see if you can impact her life. Try to see if there's anything you can say that will make her change. And you try to correct her in love, but no. We'll just sit in our house and keep judging that person. When are we when is the church going to exchange their rigid doctrine for a more lenient and more comfortable way of living? When? You say, okay, well, I'm gonna make this example, but don't quote me wrong. A church that says, Oh, um, our um members should not wear trousers, the ladies should not wear trousers. Okay, fine. What if, like for example, now I'm going to use American, um, American winter, summer, and springtime. What if during the winter the lady is really cold? Because I'm sorry, but this is what this is what this is what I think. This is what my opinion is. There's no way you can wear a skirt that will keep you from being getting cold. I'm sorry, that doesn't work. You will have to wear a trouser. So what happens then? I don't understand like why is the church more focused on this doctrine like if i if i keep talking about it i will not stop like because i keep thinking like i i will sit down and i will start just start thinking about it that was all this what's all this eh? to what extent should a person be judged in church we christians we tend to go we go we tend to go offensive when someone makes a mistake like you see someone making a mistake now you, you can't even think about correcting the only thing you, you, you you're thinking about is to take that stone and stone that person the only thing you're thinking about is to attack that person be in the offensive mood and, and attack that person that's not right instead of gently correcting them we attack them with awful words we forgot what jesus said in matthew chapter 7 do not judge everyone has their own weakness everyone has their home battles they are dealing with in their life you yourself you have your weakness you know what you are good at and you know what you are bad at you know where your strong point is and you know where your weak point is let us think about this and consider others around us before we say we judge someone let's think about it again judging others it gives some christians the feeling of 
superiority if you like i am superior i am a christian you are not a christian or maybe you are a new convert coming in so they're like oh yes i have been a christian before you even knew god so i can judge you who made you judge are you god you're not even done perfecting your life yet nobody is perfect that's why i'll keep saying that and i'll keep saying that again and again we are all trying to be perfect in god no one is perfect our weaknesses god put those weakness in our life for him to be glorified by the time we get over this weakness and the weakness is all gone the only person that will be glorified is god it's for his name to be glorified that's why we all have that weak point if we all stand strong and we don't have no weak point Jesus name will be glorified and some people will even some people still have weakness in their life and they still feeling like the Lord over others so when you don't have any weakness you don't have any weak point in your life you don't have any any characteristics that is bad that you are praying to God to take away in your life then you will feel like you won't you run the whole world it is it is very painful that Christians are the ones being very judgmental very very painful when we claim that we have God in us, God is love. If we have God in us, then we have love in us. But we're not showing this love to others. We are not. We are supposed to be Christ-like. People are supposed to, to see Christ in us, to experience Christ through us, to know what Christ is like in us. But so many unbelievers are very disappointed because they see Christians and they don't see Christ in the in Christians. They don't experience God's love in Christians. They don't experience Jesus through Christians. They're like, if this is how your God is behaving, I'm really good sitting in my house and not coming to church. Some will tell you that right in your face. Some unbelievers, they'll tell you that right in your face. Why some won't tell you that, but they will just be observing you. People don't read the Bible nowadays anymore. All they do is look at a, a Christian life and look at how they are living. It's how you live that will tell you that your, your way of living is the gospel itself. When you say you are a Christian and you have neighbors in your house and every morning you wake up in the morning after praying, the next thing you start doing is cursing out whoever did this, whoever took your stuff, whoever did that. And you think nobody is watching you. Your neighbors are watching you. The people that are non-believers, they are watching you. And they'll be thinking, and this person calls himself a Christian. If this is how Christians behave, I am good. I am fine not being a Christian. Why? We, we think we are more righteous than others. And we're forgetting the Bible verse that says, Our righteousness is a filthy rag. It's like a filthy rag unto God. I remember this um, chapter in the this book in the Bible. I can't remember the place, but it was about um the um, um Joshua. Joshua was standing in front of God, and God was telling him, Joshua, the garment you are wearing is filthy, and Joshua didn't see it. It was God that was telling him, this garment is filthy. You have to take it off. It's just like our righteousness towards. We think we are the most righteous in this world. No. To God, that righteousness is a filthy rag. Nobody can stand in front of God. Nobody has the right to judge. The only thing God commanded us to do is to go in the world and preach the gospel, correct your brothers and sisters with love. Correcting people is different from judging. 
when you correct them, you're trying to tell them that, oh, sis, maybe someone wore a mini skirt to church. You say, oh, sis, this your skirt is fine. It has a nice color. But please, can you try to wear a skirt that will, that will be below your knee so that the, the guys won't so that the guys won't fall through you so that people won't be tempted that's when you say oh some people will say oh see you wearing mini skirt after you say they rape you why won't they rape you that's not a good way to correct the lady will feel dejected that why are you talking to me like that I, I can wear what i want to wear when you talk to them with love and you make them see where they are wrong with love they will gladly change but when you talk to them and you feel like you can lord over them that's not going to happen. I'm going to leave us with some questions. And I want us to answer it. I don't know, but I'm going to leave us with this question. And I want us to answer it in our hearts. Should Christians judge others? Since God said, do not judge. Why and where is the need for, judge, for judging others? And is there any way we can reduce judgment in church? In the church of Christ, is there any way we can reduce it? Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. And I will talk to you guys later in my next podcast. Bye. Thank you.